This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hello, Bachelor Happy Hour. We're back again this week with another recap of, what is this now, episode three, Michelle? Yes, actually. Wow, this is going fast. It is. I will, I feel like I've, I was going to say it's already like episode four or five, but we're still fresh. And I think the like weirdness of it all is because like we've had two... Con- two seasons combined in one that's now kind of splitting. So I'm like, what week are we? How many guys do we have left? I'm all over the board here. You're not the only one. (laughs) It's kind of confusing. I'm so happy to be back with you. Last week, we had a really good chat with Nate. And now today, I'm excited because we are getting to talk to the man who swept Rachel off her feet this week, Zach. Plus, we also get to talk to Ashley Cook, and she's here to tell us about her performance on the show, how that went, and her insider perspective on what happened um, when Rachel showed up alone. Yeah. I mean, and for all of the listeners, Ashley Cook, she was actually one of the performers last week, which I know feels like forever ago. Um, So we're going to bring her on. I'm so excited to chat with both her, but also Zach, too. I always love to get like the insider background information from the guys of like stuff that we didn't see. So that will be on those two will be on very shortly. But before we do that, let's just get into last night's episode. I don't think we need to give like a full recap here, but uh-uh. I know you and I had <laughs> chatted a little bit before this and we have a few key points of <laughs> topics that we want to discuss. Let's just start it off fun on the best note and just get into Gabby's one-on-one date. Not only did she have Eric, but she did say three's a crowd and we see a face that we have been missing since Clayton's season and that is Grandpa John. Yes. How excited were you to see him again? <laughs> He's like the the all-star of this episode. I will say that. <laughs> oh yeah. Him and him and Franco are like the two 
when I was taking notes last night and this morning, I was like, these are the only two people I want to talk about because I love both of these men so much. But yeah, we saw Grandpa John again. What a fun date, right? Like, I mean, I would have loved to have any family member, at least at some point throughout my season, come on a date with me just to Mm -hmm. get a vibe because I feel like they always give such great insight. They can kind of cut any awkwardness out of there. And I mean, they know Grandpa John knows Gabby best. So I think it was great. A great little like addition for this week, especially after, you know, we saw her go through some ups and and the downs. And I feel like Grandpa John just came in for the win. It's just no, I 100 percent agree. It's just like it's so it's such a different situation when you're going through this process and you're legitimately like looking for a person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And typically when you go through anything like that, like you have family and friends by you to like confide in and talk to and work through your emotions. And it's such a just different aspect to go through this and not have that. So for him to come in and be there, like just have some type of familiarity with with Gabby. I think that was really good for her. But then also it's like a really good just time or opportunity for the guys to truly understand or get to know more about Gabby in just a quicker manner, right? Because it's Mm -hmm. like you talk about these different conversations and these relationships, but it also feels different when you're like there with everybody. Yeah. Well, and... I think it's so great to have any sort of family member or friend. I, I feel like they should do this a lot more often, actually, on the season. because, mm-hmm. and, and for both, not only the leads, but also the contestant side of things. Because I feel like you, besides hometowns, you don't get that. And I feel like you learn and see so much of somebody. And, like, I think to actually build build a solid relationship you need to see that banter you need to see how they interact with people outside of the show like you know because Mm -hmm. for the most part you're totally disconnected you don't have completely any phone you don't have any emails you don't have any way to contact people who you're close with and so I feel like bringing people in more often just to actually see how they interact and how do they joke with with somebody that they know that they've known for a while like I think it's so important um and I, I think it could help on both ends, like really solidify certain relationships. Um, so I was so happy. It was such a r- random date too that Grandpa John <laughs> really got to go on. They like did this meditation, sound bath, and then they were bowling mm-hmm. and drop. My favorite part though was when they first saw Grandpa John and picked him up, and they put him in the back seat middle, and he's just sitting there bouncing in the back with little GoPro Did you cameras expect on anything them. Different though, <laughs> but I was like, "Damn, Eric, at least give him like shotgun, shotgun, right?" Where, where are the manners, man? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if her Grandpa had the choice. <laughs> I loved it though. That was like my favorite part of the episode. I was just like, I was in the middle of moving as I was watching this. So I'm like packing up stuff. But the second I heard Grandpa John, I was like, I got to just stop mm-hmm. what I'm doing just to watch this. Full part, attention. It's gonna be Undivided attention. And who knows? I mean, Grandpa John seemed to hit it off with the woman at the bowling alley. I mean, I think I said this on last season's podcast, but I would love Grandpa John for if they ever do the the, the senior bachelor show this man better be on the show this man better be the lead he needs his yes. own season okay okay i could talk about grandpa john forever but i do want to talk about two other men that i know we both have thoughts on and that is hayden and jacob because as we saw at the after party following the massive group date Gabby Gabby was having a rocky night, and it had a lot to do with several of the guys. I don't even think it was the guys coming up to her and being like, you're great, but mm-hmm. I think I'm leaning towards Rachel. I think she would have been fine had that been the conversation. But they both said certain things that seemed to rub Gabby the wrong way, seemed to rub Rachel the wrong way when she heard about it. I think... I would hope that any viewer hearing certain things of what they said would be rubbed the wrong way because I definitely was. What were your thoughts on Hayden telling Gabby she's rough around the edges? It was just like the way that it was presented. And 
this is like this is my issue with not my issue but i really do feel like in this episode like gabby did a really good job of explaining and clarifying what it is to go through this process you do really put everything into this and you spend so much time in like talking about your feelings talking about all these different things right you put so 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 much in it and then like for people just to come (laughs) to come in and and not be as open as you are because what's hard is it's like it is a two-way street so yes gabby and rachel are really truly being open to i feel like a lot of these different men (coughs) and knowing that connections can change like that and i'm starting to get the feeling like that the guys are really not staying open to that and being rough around the edges is not necessarily a negative trait and i think that's what gabby seemed to be the most hurt about is the fact that like You know, like that's the thing that I love about her is she steps into this position and she says what's on her mind and she's unapologetically herself. And that's exactly what you want. Like you don't want this perfect bachelorette. And, you know, she does that. And then for someone to be like, you're rough around the edges and like just like our morals aren't aren't the same or whatever it is. I'm just like, dude. Also, like (laughs) there are so many words you can use to describe somebody or to articulate how you feel. And I don't think Hayden understands what rough around the edges means. Like, and I I would love to sit him down in front of us and to be like, what the hell do you mean by saying Gabby is rough around the edges? Because what do you feel like rough around the edges means? Not what we've seen in Gabby whatsoever. Like, If he's going off of a comparison between these two women, between Gabby and Rachel, like, it's very apparent that Gabby is more so the type of person to just say things off the cuff, right? And to just Mm -hmm. say what she's feeling and thinking and kind of just let it fly, which I find, I mean, I personally love that. I find it, like, so endearing. And, And I don't know what he means by, like, from what she's shown us, like, what is rough about her? Like she's she's more vocal and she'll maybe curse a little bit more and like make Mm -hmm. jokes but like that that's why when he said that i was like sir you could have said so many different things and you didn't even need to say that you could have just said i appreciate both of you being here and the time that you've given me but i have a better connection with rachel and then just shut up like that's all he had to say he didn't need to like diss her and like i I felt for gabby in that situation absolutely me too it was it was i think what it was is it was it was showcased in a way where it seemed like of lesser value and like that was my issue right and again like comparing and when i said like exactly because we've talked about we didn't want to see these two women pitted against each other and i knew regardless at some point in the season that was going to happen and this is just a one example of that of like these guys kind of being like well i have this one and i have this one and how am i comparing the two which like you can you can compartmentalize your relationships and your feelings for both women but he just he could have gone about it in a much better way but i um, saw that conversation as a reflection of him not a reflection of gabby oh one thousand percent yeah but the conversation really irked me wasn't necessarily with hayden it was actually with jacob because he didn't even say much like and jacob since night one when he was reading his fucking list i was like jacob just stop like this is not your season but when jacob goes uh you know i'm more into rachel like and if it was just you here i'd probably send myself home but you're smoking hot go cake dirt Jacob like that is gonna make Gabby Who taught feel better you that that's you're my s- thing is where did you learn that hot? like okay cool thanks like that's not gonna make any woman in that situation feel remotely better like again no. just stop talking while you're ahead it just makes like it makes no sense it, it makes no sense and it's like the situation where like sometimes I feel like relations relationships and even the shows like it's romanticized right and it's like those are things that can be a part of relationships and can be this like magical thing. But like, this is the man that rode in on a horse, like a knight. I'm like, that's what you end with. I just, I'm like, that, you know, I said, I'm like, if we're going off of like the notebook and all these romantic novels, that's not a part of it. You ever. know what it reminds Period. me of? I don't, I think it was, 
Oh, God. It was Claire and Tasha season. There was one guy oh, who I don't even need to say his name because he doesn't need any more attention. But there was one guy who was like, she's a smoke show. It's like, that's exactly what this felt like. Like, yeah. I'm not vibing with you, but you're still hot. It's like, cool. Thanks, bro. Like, I don't know. I just. It's like, they feel like that. That's what we want to hear. It's like, that's not what no, we want No one wants to hear that. Like, and like put value on her personality or how charismatic she is or mm-hmm. anything other than like, oh, you look great on the outside. But you're like, hot. So like when Gabby told Rachel kind of what was said, I feel like Rachel is such a good, loyal friend. Like, even though she did. I mean, she did not give a rose to Jacob, thankfully, but she did give a rose to Hayden. I don't think he's going to. I mean, I would hope he doesn't stick around very long. I feel like when she was giving that rose, I was like, I just want her to be able to have a conversation with him and call him out and ask him why he said what he said in the The way he said it. And then just, you know, be gone, too, with him. But we'll see. Um, Those were like the main highlights I took away from this episode. I mean, damn it's it's wild well i think it'll definitely help now that they're gonna be split up it'll be interesting to watch i really i will say though i am enjoying the dynamics of having two leads way more Mm -hmm. than i thought i would i think this once they're separated i think it'll be much easier to see love stories unfold and it's not going to be quite so messy but we'll just have to get into all that and see how it goes next week in the meantime i'm excited to talk to ashley cook um she's going to call in to share all of the details about her new song with brett young it's called never never till now and she'll also spill all of the tea from her performance during rachel and jordan's one-on-one last week and i can't wait to hear her thoughts and what she was feeling when she saw just rachel come in Welcome, Ashley. How are you doing? And welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm doing so great. It is ridiculously hot in Nashville, so I'm like trying to like defrost, like <laughs> just like get a little cooler. <laughs> defrost. Building, yeah, I'm like defrost. That's not the right word, but <laughs> the opposite. Well, you'll, you'll look like you're glowing in that Nashville heat. Um, we're we were actually just talking about this, and we're excited to have you on because I feel like you know we've seen people perform on the show every season, but I feel like you are one of the first to come on the podcast because you had an interesting situation. You thought you were going to perform for a happy couple after this lovely romantic one-on-one date. And you only got Rachel. You only got one person walking in. So like, take me back to that performance that night. What were, what was going through your mind when only Rachel stepped through those doors? I mean, it was wild, you know? I mean, we had been told that it was going to be this romantic date and they had this little stage set up right in front of our stage so the couple could dance and hang out and have, you know, have the whole romantic moment. And my song, Never Till Now, is a love song. It's about, you know, you finally found your person. Mm-hmm. Which is beautiful, like- by the way. I have to say that. It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, but, I mean, it was definitely a shock. And, you know, it's funny seeing, like, Twitter and Instagram blow up with all these, like, empty, you know, empty theater, like, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, it it kind of turned out to be more special in a weird way um, because, you know, backtrack, I had written Never Till Now about a manifestation for the kind of person that I want. It wasn't about somebody I had met. I, I was single at the time. I'm still single, still looking for that kind of like forever love. Mm-hmm. And so it ended up being Rachel's story too, which was really cool that, you know, it, it went from, oh, I found my person and this beautiful kind of, you know, you've seen it a million times, first date dance thing to wow, okay, like, I'm I'm brave enough to know when it's not right and to know that I haven't found this never till now. So it, it really was a beautiful night, and it kind of felt like a, a sound check in a lot of ways because it was just, like, mm-hmm. Rachel in the very back of the theater. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't awkward. It wasn't strange. It was just kind of like a, a real-life, these-are-real-humans kind of moment that ended up being oh, yeah. really beautiful. Had you thought about, like, that this might be... I mean, did you watch, well, first, did you watch the show? Have you watched the show before <laughs> performing on the show? I've watched a couple seasons. Um, I was in a sorority in college and we used to always have okay. like watch parties, but hey. um, I've, had some, I know, I've had some friends on the show before, so I've watched like a few seasons, um, but I'm not like an avid watcher of it, I would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Did it ever cross your mind that it might be like the opera or the, it potentially could just be the bachelorette walking in by herself or that didn't cross your mind until like it happened? And no. you're like, is he going to the bathroom? <laughs> is he like, where's he at? 
not at all. I did not think, like, I honestly was like, no, 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 this is just how it's going to go. You know, this yeah. is a date. Right. Like, our, the whole reason that we're here performing is to, like, make this special kind of, like, concert for mm-hmm. this couple. I also don't know if that's ever happened before. I think we're the first one that's happened to. I don't know. Check me on that. We, I, I think it, I swear it's happened before. Yeah. I think it was maybe in Katie's season or somebody. I don't know. It's I'm happened sure before, it's happened but. before, but like the cool part is that you're the first time that like one of the performers is able to come on the podcast and kind of talk about that. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, we will, somebody will call us out on social media or after this podcast comes out to be like, this has happened four other times on this season and this season. So we will, we will be checked very quickly. Um, (laughs) Did you have the opportunity afterwards to talk to Rachel and actually tell Rachel what you just told us of like, you wrote it to manifest somebody in the future and kind of like that, how it kind of not like bonded you, but I guess in a way it could. Gosh, I'm trying to remember exactly what we talked about. I did meet her afterwards and we got to hang out for a minute. And I remember telling her like, hey, you know, like it's I'm in the same boat. Like, you know, it's it's going to be what it's going to be. And I'm like proud of you for knowing what isn't right, even though he seemed like a great guy, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, didn't, I don't know if we got the chance to talk about the fact that it really did. It was the exact same situation that I wrote it for. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that she you know, in that moment, you could just tell, you know, we performed to her. So you, I can yeah. see what she was feeling, or, you know, what she was thinking. And you could tell in her mind, she was just kind of like introspectively, you know, realizing like, wow, okay, like I deserve this kind of love. You know, this, these lyrics in this song are what I'm looking for. And I, I had to make the call to like, you know, keep on this journey and not settle for somebody that isn't that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, even if we didn't say it, I think it was kind of like an unspoken thing that she just kind right. of felt. And I, right. I knew she felt and I've felt before. So, mm-hmm really special I think the awesome thing for me anyways is the fact that anytime that like musical performances or anything like that has been involved it really does break through almost like that awkwardness of like you're on a tv show and you know what I mean there's there's producers and camera people that are like watching you anytime there's been like live music involved it really has just like become my focus and it sounds like the same thing for like just you and Rachel regardless of the circumstances of who is standing there and dancing but really being able to take that moment to actually reflect with what was going on and embracing just what is the now and what's here now and to watching the episode back, hearing her, you know, during the song, you know, getting emotional and saying, I don't want to be Rachel the Bachelorette. I just want to be Rachel. Rachel. I love that because it just, you know, even when we were filming it and all of everything that, you know, went down with the episode, it just reminded everybody that, you know, these are humans. These are not just people that are acting on a show that are, you know, doing it to get attention or whatever. Like they're real people looking for real love and real connection. And like, I think it just kind of humanized the whole thing to see that process and, hear the song and really just have that moment. So I, I love the way that it all played out. And I really hope that she found somebody great by the end of the season. You know, I don't know. So you have seen this past episode. Are there any standout guys that you would potentially pick or see working with Gabby or Rachel? I was kind of surprised that she didn't stick it out with Jordan because watching that that date, like right before we performed, I mean, mm-hmm. it was kind of, it was kind of an interesting, I was like, man, this, this guy's really cute and he's super cool. And, but again, it just shows like, you know, you know when you know when you know. You know when it's the mm-hmm. right person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I have to keep watching to to figure it out. I don't yeah. know. We'll it's so fresh. It's also tough. <laughs> tough because, like, I feel like you just meet these people and you have to like make a call if you like them or if you don't like them right away. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. just difficult. I feel like I, I'm mm-hmm. the most indecisive person on the planet. So <laughs> I think I would, <laughs> I'd be like the worst bachelorette in the world because I'd be like, but they're all great. <laughs> Wait, but I actually wanted to ask you this because you said several times now that you are still single looking for the right one at some point. Would you ever come on the show? Oh, gosh. Bachelor like, in Paradise. Yeah, as a contestant. Yeah, Bachelor in Paradise 2023. You know, I don't know. No, you got to be a contestant <laughs> first before Paradise. No, you don't. We're just going to shake up the rules. <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, we know some people. I mean, no, she could clearly run her own Bachelorette show. I mean, you never know until you try, but hey. <laughs> I can't say it's been like, you know, I don't know. I think it's just Next Bachelorette. I- I'm like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'll come on and just perform in the background the entire time and sing to everyone. And what, and she's like, I'll be out like of the like drama. Much shot. <laughs> I'll just serenade them all. No. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Hey, I don't think I don't think anyone would mind. 
<laughs> All right, That's Ashley. Amazing, so before we let you go, let everyone know where they can find you on social, where they can find your album. If you have any fun upcoming performances, like give us the whole shebang. Yeah, for sure. So pretty much across the board, all my socials are just at the Ashley Cook with an E on the end, C-O-O-K-E. Um, and I have a project that came out last year that's like eight songs that I'm super, super proud of. And I just signed a record deal a couple months ago. And so we're working on Ooh, my like congrats. debut album. Thank you so much. That's so exciting. Um, very exciting. You know, I have a new song coming out really soon. Um, and I have a whole project following right after it. And then I'm going on tour with Cole Swindell, who's an amazing country artist. I'm opening up for Luke Bryan for a couple shows. Um, so a lot of shows coming up in the next couple months and tour with Cole and really just new music and touring is my life for the next like year or so. So if you want to come see a show or oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. I love that. So yes, everyone check out the Ashley cook on social and hopefully we'll see more of you. It was so fun to have Ashley on, though, and talk to her briefly. But we got to bring on the man of the hour this week, Mr. Zach, who had the very special, very romantic one-on-one with Rachel. So let's get Zach on here now. Welcome, Zach, and welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour. We're really excited to have you. Are you nervous? Very. Uh, My heart is pounding right now. I don't... Every time we have one of you guys on (laughs) since we've started this new season recap, you guys are all so nervous. I'm like, we are the easiest podcast to talk to. Only Becca bites. Not me. (laughs) Only Becca. (laughs) I don't even bite. It's like we have two good cops here. You will be in great hands, Zach. And we're actually really excited to have you on because right before we brought you on, I was talking about how special and unique and romantic your first date was with Rachel. Um, so before we get into all of that, how did you get on the show? Were you a fan of it, of it before? Did you did somebody reach out and ask you to apply? Yeah, so I didn't hear much of, uh, you know, Bachelor too much. I mean, my sister uh, and my mom are big fans. Uh, but other than that, I, you know, just wasn't necessarily tuned into it. And I'd been in a relationship for, you know, quite some time and, and uh, about two years ago, I was single, you know, working on myself. And I had a friend of mine, uh, actually Daniel Tully from the franchise, um, nominate me to be on the show. And I thought, you know, what better time than now? I'm ready to get back in the dating, you know, scene. But I mean, what are the chances I actually, you know, make it on? And there you go. It just came out of, you know, nowhere. And look at you now. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty, yeah, pretty quick, but you know, all thanks to Daniel really. Okay. Where, and where are you based? Where are you from? So I'm originally from California, um, Anaheim okay. Hills, but I've been living in Austin for the past couple of years. Um, trying to figure out, you know, where I want to live next. Austin's great, but you know, see where I want to go next. Wait, are you perhaps waiting to figure out where you want to go next? Cause you ended up with Rachel and you guys are deciding together. What's the next question? <laughs> What's the next question? Keeping us on our toes. I like it. Well, you so, okay. So see. you said, you said a friend, Daniel, right? Um, yeah. with, did he, wait, first of all, did he tell you that he nominated you or did you like receive like a phone call or a message and then, it came about, and then he was like, oh, by the way. So, so Daniel was on your season, Michelle. Firefighter, and, right? Firefighter, correct. Like, he's the one, <laughs> he's yeah, the the one that came in on that, <laughs> the little toy firefighter. And then PJ was the one that came in, the real one. Yeah, yeah. they did him dirty on that, I'll tell you Real that. bad, real bad. <laughs> uh, to, to your question, he, you know, he came back from, you know, the show, and he had a great experience, and... Um, he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to throw your hat in the ring. Um, you know, I'm not going to like stop you. Like I, I'm going to at least put your name in there and then you decide if you want to pursue it or not. And I thought, you know, like what's going to hurt from this, you know, I'm at mm-hmm. that point mm-hmm. where I'm ready for this, you know, ready to find my person and what great, you know, opportunity it would be like right. on the bachelorette. So yeah. mm-hmm. you I said happy. opportunity to find your person or persons like at what point when you found out that there were two bachelorettes what were your thoughts on that when i found out there were two uh my stomach dropped 
I was like, how do you actually do this now? Like, it it feels like it's already, you know, such, you know, a, a, it's a, it's a tough situation and there's a lot of pressure and, and you, um, you know, you want to make the the most of the situation and find a connection with that person. And now you have two there and you have to start to figure out, um, you know, who is going to be my person, which one of these two, because they're both incredible women. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's nerve wracking when you first meet them, like coming out of the limo and you're like, wow, how, how am I going to do this? Like you, you don't, you kind of learn on the fly. Um, but I mean, it, it, overall it was just, it was incredible. So as if it wasn't hard enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Wait, so remind us, remind Becca and I just because there are just so many things going on that first night, remind us what was your entrance again for those who are listening? Yeah, so I was first out of the limo, and I, I just went for you know showing myself. I didn't want to do any you know gimmicks or any jokes. I was wanting to introduce myself as who I am and um, get to know both of these women. And uh, right when I got out of the limo, I I blacked out completely, as everyone says. Like I don't even yeah. know what I really said. Like I, I was just like, oh my gosh, like look at you too. Like, uh, this is unreal. I can't wait to get to know you. I actually forgot my name. Um, and, uh, Rachel called me out on that one. And, uh, <laughs> we've all been there. Yep. We've yeah. all blacked out. Daniel couldn't give you any tips. No, uh, he, no he had <laughs> there's nothing, nothing that can prepare you for that. <laughs> like so initial <laughs> foot so out the limo scene, everything like you, there's nothing. Um, so I want to know, like how early on did you know that it was going to be Rachel? Like right away, night one, after you talked to her, were you still potentially open to Gabby or was it really after your first one-on-one that you were like, I'm in, it's done. It's Rachel. That's it. So actually on night one, I didn't have the chance to speak with either of the women. I was one of the many that, um, you know, thought we were going to go home. We just, Mm -hmm. we, we didn't get the chance. And I remember, you know, talking to Nate saying like, Hey, it was nice getting to know you, but we're, we're going home, I guess. Like they don't know who I, who we are. Um, Mm -hmm. it wasn't until the next cocktail party, um, that I actually met Rachel and we did a mini golf or putt putt golf up front of the mansion. And from then on, I mean, we had just this spark and connection. We were laughing, having a great time. And, and it, you know, it's, it's not strange to say, but it was, it was crazy how quick I knew I was like, all right, like I'm here for her. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's pretty clear. Like I, I don't need, you know, anything else, any other, you know, validation for this. Like I, I, I think she's the one for this. So when you, when you started that date, the, which we'll get into this full on one-on-one date that you guys had together, yeah. like right away when you saw each other, you just like, started making out and I was like is this the first time we've seen them kiss because it definitely can't be because we know it's happened if they're like this close and intimate already I was kind of taken aback but I was like okay they clearly have something going on that we just not have seen not we have not seen enough of yet and that's why I was so excited to watch you two on the date just to see how everything went down you had such a cool freaking date the coolest date of all time the coolest date how how starstruck were you with not even the fact that you met Karamo, but that he styled you? You guys were like having foot baths, drinking champagne together. Like, On a what red was carpet. going on? Like, I think everything. you said, I think you said, what did you say? You're like, I've never done anything like this before, but it's like, you realize that if like you end up with Rachel, or yeah, if you end up with Rachel, right? Like, like red carpets are, like, this is now your life. <laughs> I, I it doesn't mean, have to be. It doesn't have to be. No. I mean, it was pretty <laughs> cool. I don't mean to scare you. <laughs> no, I mean it was. I mean, it was an incredible date. I I had no idea what to expect. Uh, you know, seeing Karamo, uh, I was like, I, I know that guy. Like that, that guy's a big deal. And you know, what are we doing? What's this movie premiere we're preparing for? And you know, everything from the spa or the foot cleanse thing i mean i've never done that before i was i think my fingers were like curled up my toes were curled up i was like oh my gosh this is unreal um and then it just it just gradually like i felt more comfortable um because it was you know a lot real quick and mm-hmm. uh i mean i i'm not one that's really great with style per se and karamo you know did me right so mm-hmm. 
the first awesome, outfit but... you came out in, it was a little iffy. That first one, I was like, whew. Did you like the first outfit? No. No. When I showed up in, <laughs> no. No. I remember, like, I just like, immediately, yes. like, oh, this is, this one's going to hurt. Yeah. But uh, I think the great <laughs> thing about those situations, though, is that it's like, it is such a weird, like, uncomfortable, different situation. But as long as you can, like, be somewhat comfortable with the person you're with, and that also shows a lot. Yeah, and Rachel made me feel so comfortable with it because it was it was an uncomfortable situation. Like I'm not, you know, one to you know go about this crazy extravagant um, date really. And uh, she throughout the whole process was there and and you know walking me through it, like making sure I'm comfortable, making sure I'm you know enjoying it, which yeah. I was. It was just really mm-hmm. intense at first, and mm-hmm. I mean it was. Like the most magical date I've ever had. Becca, you went on the shopping date, didn't you? I have did. A shopping date? Well, so Zach, as you're as you're talking through just like how uncomfortable, like parts parts of that date were uncomfortable. I can totally relate. My, I got the first one on one date of the season that I was on, and um, and it was so outside of my comfort zone because it was like a full on pampering date with champagne. We had, we had a designer there, Rachel Zoe, who literally like I, and mind you, I'm coming from Minnesota. Like don't spend a lot of money. I don't go over the top. I'm straight out of Minnesota and Rachel (laughs) Zoe and her team literally take off my clothes. So I'm in just my underwear tits out in front of Rachel Zoe. And I'm like, um, is this what this entire season is going to be? Because I'm not used to being naked in front of many people. Like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> like, so uncomfortable. But I, like, I'm sure you kind of just had to, like, flip into this mindset, which is, which is what I tried to do of, like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And, I, like, no one else is ever going to be able to experience this. So instead of, like, feeling awkward and uncomfortable, I'm just going to, and embrace it and just go mm-hmm. with it because we're here i'm naked about to get dressed and all these cool styles yeah. um like was was there that point and i know that you said rachel kind of helped you just like feel more comfortable and at ease and luckily you guys you know like you're holding hands throughout the day we all noticed it um but but was there like that <laughs> yeah. mindset switch that you're just like i'm just gonna go all in and like make this the best day possible for not only me but for this incredible woman yeah, absolutely. Like right in the beginning, you know, we're doing the foot massage cleanse and it's it's still really tough to open up and, you know, we're, you know, eating snacks. And then when we were actually trying on the outfits, I remember being in um, and just thinking, you know, like this is an incredible opportunity. There's there's no reason for me to be really scared or nervous. Uh, Rachel's incredible. This is an incredible experience. I'm just going to be in the moment. Enjoy it. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it's unique and once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And Karamo's right out there giving me a Versace or whatever suit <laughs> there is. And I'm like, See I it. came in in a T-shirt and jeans. Like, right. I, this is not typically what I do, but there's a moment where it just clicks and yeah. Uh, yeah. you enjoy it. It's so I fun. think it's right. I think it's well, it's ab- it's an abnormal situation that honestly, a lot of people don't get to experience. And so like being nervous and uncomfortable is is normal and a part of it it's just like if that allows if you allow that to affect how you like embrace the experience I think that's when it's mm-hmm. you know a tough part with that but and I really seems- I really want to know more about like what Karamo said like what is the best advice that he gave you and Rachel uh, Karamo was great uh, first off he's hilarious uh, in person I mean the guy just not stop cracking jokes but <laughs> To be honest, right, uh, you know, right in the, the very beginning of it, you know, we went straight to it. We were really just, um, you know, addressing, um, you know, Rachel's uh, past and, and what had happened earlier and, and you know, what I'm going to do differently. And uh, it was really about how I want to approach this, you know, completely different, not different to myself, but different than how it was, you know, treated in the past. And, um, you know, she deserves, you know, all the love in the world and respect. And I, I we were trying to figure out and, and see if I could be that, you know, man for her. And, um, we've all seen how, you know, incredible she is. So I, uh, I think, and, and I know that she does, you know, deserve that. So. Yeah. And it seems like it, it was special that day too with Karamo because he genuinely 
cared about Rachel and like wanted her to find a good partner. It wasn't just like, let's go through the motions of hosting these two and, you know, like dressing them up. It was genuinely like he wanted to see how you two interacted together and like talk to you to get to know you to see if you could be a good fit, which which I think made it that much more memorable, probably for you, definitely. But for the viewers, let's get into the night part, though, this Mm. movie premiere. What did you think you were actually going to walk into? Did you expect it to be a movie premiere of the two of you as children? Not at all. I thought, you know, okay, we, we're hearing movie premiere, and I'm running through my head of, like, what movies are coming out? Like, is it, I, I love movies. <laughs> I love going to the movie theater. Like, sure, it could be literally any movie, and I'm like, cool, let's go see it. You're like, is it Top Gun? Yeah. Is it Top Gun? Exactly. Lion King Part 2. and uh once you know we're in the limo and we open it up and and we see the red carpet with the paparazzi and even then when we saw the signs that said you and me i was still like huh i haven't heard of that movie before like that's kind of (laughs) that's that's like a a (laughs) rom-com yeah i was like yeah yeah, definitely definitely and it was i mean i'm just you know replaying it back now and it was was so overwhelming but it wasn't clicking yet i was like really I haven't heard of this movie before. Like, this is going to be interesting. And when we get inside and we see the the letter from Karamo uh, and the, you know, the childhood home videos start playing. I mean, I mean, I just no words, really. I mean, it was I, I wouldn't expect anything like that. And you're like, I, I know these actors and actresses in this movie. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it was really just like who hired them to watch that though <laughs> with great YouTube actors. because <laughs> because your actual like emotions and feelings were incredibly genuine with what you're feeling like I know that like, I teared up over here like I teared up as both of you guys teared up did with you everything <laughs> yeah it was, it was cute I'm so Jack I'm sorry you know I did I mean? not tear like, up those moments are I did not tear moments and it's special to have that moment especially so early on with Rachel you know you learn a lot about each other in that in that moment yeah yeah and it was it was the moment of you know you're you're being very vulnerable with this person really early on and Mm -hmm. uh it's it's great seeing like the support so not only were you know the the childhood videos being played but you know our our family sent in a, a, a message and it was them showing their support for us and i you know, I needed to see that. And, and it, I just, you know, a little bit of waterworks came, mm-hmm. um, but it was, totally it was okay. special with Rachel and, and, you know, it, it was great. One thing that I, and I just thought of this because, you know, when you come on the show and what I don't think anyone realizes is like prior to like act, even filming, how long you're away from your family and friends, like you're in quarantine, you don't have a phone, you don't have access to a computer, so you can't even email So it's like a good chunk of time that you're away from your people. And so seeing them in that moment, is that kind of what struck the waterworks is like being able to see your mom and like hear her voice after being away and not talking to her for so long and hearing that. Is that kind of what struck the chord with you? Yeah, absolutely. It was it was seeing her after, you know, all that time, but also seeing her be so supportive for me because she knew. You know, I was at that point in my life ready to, you know, find my person. And mm-hmm. it was just crazy how the timelines just worked. And I was here with Rachel and I already felt that spark and connection with her. And I see my mom there and she's there to, you know, cheer me on, you know, till the end. And I, I just I, I was not expecting it. And, uh, you know, mama, mama's boy at heart. So Aww. it was uh, it was it was unreal. It was really unreal. Perfect timing. Yeah, truly. Yeah, Bachelor truly. has a way of doing that. <laughs> did you did you expect you and Rachel to have so much in common? Because even going back to like the thing with the pilot and going to the mm-hmm. airports to watch the plane, and everything like that. Like flights, it seemed. Yes. I mean, like you could not make this stuff stuff up. It was it was like you two were so aligned. Did you expect that? No, I honestly, you can't expect something like that. It was, it felt, you know, natural, but it was almost like there was all these signs that, you know, like it was meant to be. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, I knew she, she's a pilot going into it. Um, and you know, that helps, you know, get to know, but then after that, it was just like, no, it's this, 
this person for who she is. There's something here. And, mm-hmm. um, and flying is pretty awesome. So, um, why not? Where, oh, where are you at in the process of getting your pilot's license? Very early. So I wasn't going to get it in Austin. Um, my, my dad, he, uh, had his pilot's license, um, in California and he has, um, you know, his instructors that he uses. So, you know, at some point I was going to be in California to get my license and, um, it only takes, you know, a few months. And mm-hmm. so I'm in the, uh, Oh my God, don't tell me that. That makes me is nervous. It, is it it only pri- takes is a couple it, months to get a pilot's license. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> that's is it terrifying. Private, like, are you going for the private pilot license or not private. like the commercial license? Correct. Yeah. Just private, just private. Well, there's certain classes that you, uh, like class A and I believe class C and, and those are just different, uh, like thresholds or regulations that you, you clear. Um, through testing. I'm not a pro or expert. I'm only hearing this from my, from my dad. Um, but you know, as like a commercial pilot, you have to be, um, tested in other things than just a private pilot. And you can only fly at certain altitudes. Got it. Each, but gosh, we got to get, we got to get girl who could fly planes. I was, I was like, we got to just call up Rachel and pick her brain on this. <laughs> right. Okay. So moving on from that beautiful date that you two had, let's get up into the rose ceremony that week because obviously you weren't on that group date you didn't see all of the stuff go down like with gabby and the struggle that she was having but they totally canceled the rose ceremony this week um but before that jesse palmer comes in and he's like hey surprise it's not just being canceled but you guys like we're splitting up the group basically and this is going to be two separate seasons and you know the men kind of have to decide who they want to go with, who they have the strongest connection with. What was going through your head in that moment? Because obviously you were safe with the Rose. You already knew you had such a strong connection with Rachel, but like what was going through your head and what was the vibe in the room with all of the other men who were still undecided? Yeah. So when I heard about the decision to, you know, make it two separate, um, you know, bachelorettes and, and, you know, two separate guys, for me, it was it was easy. Like I, I already knew from the moment I really met Rachel uh, in our time together, I was there for her. So I didn't have you know any problem. But for the actual you know canceled ceremony, uh, Avon and I were actually outside, and we weren't actually there to take part or hear the news. So we were hearing everything after the fact um, about how you know everyone's faces just dropped, and mm-hmm. uh, they were realizing oh shit we have to make a decision or you know people on the fence um but it you know it felt great just knowing you know what i had with rachel and and um not being in that you know very tense room yeah did yeah. you feel like there was like anyone who really i don't even know what the response would be like oh shit <laughs> when you have to make a decision you know what i mean like it's somewhat early on right it's a big decision did you have anybody who really felt like there was like they were torn between this decision you know i can't think of anyone specific but i know that there were still some guys at that point that really didn't uh you know speak with either gabby or rachel or have any connection so it's really hard for them to have to choose when there's nothing really to guide it on you know or or um you know choose so there's a few guys that um you know none that come to mind where i'd be like you know that guy oh he's he's done for he's gonna get in trouble but when i learned after the mm-hmm. fact that um it was tense and that there were some re- rejected roses i mean that's the last thing you want you know it just it made her you know upset so that was that was the worst yeah. case the worst case. And that's actually something I want to ask you about because, uh, you know, when when the women are handing out these roses one by one, like you guys are all outside who are safe, kind of watching in and seeing the men either accept or deny the roses. And at one point, both women walked out to have a conversation. And what you you didn't see in that moment, but watched later on is Rachel kind of is breaking down and she's having this moment of like, so many men are declining my roses and it makes she's like, I'm embarrassed by this. And it like reflects poorly on the men who have already accepted my rose, which I wanted to like in that moment, I would be like, no, like these men that accepted your rose are here for you and like you and still want to pursue you. And I hate that these other men who, you know, decided not to say yes to her rose, like left her in this like tainted space of like just feeling bad. And so 
Like, in that moment, if you were there with Rachel, what would you have been able to say to make her feel better? Because, like, I feel like that's something that, like, if anyone was in that position, we'd all probably would have felt embarrassed and all would have felt a little discouraged. And so having a guy who she already has a strong connection with to build her up and make her feel better would, I think, have been so important. What would you have said to her? That's a great question. I I mean, first, it broke my heart to see that she was so upset and and. I mean, the last thing she should feel is embarrassed because, um, as everyone knows, she's an incredible woman. And if there are guys that happen to reject her and, and not see that in her, you're better off without them. You don't, you don't need that in your life. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's people out there for you. Um, we have, you know, us, you know, we're the Rachel guys. And I mean, we, we see something in you. We, we have your back through, through it all. And, um, you know, I would really just support her and just let her know that, Hey, like, you're better off without them. You don't need them. You know, I know it's, it's painful and it's tough and, and no one, no one ever likes to be told no and, and be, you know, rejected, but you know, there's, there's incredible, you know, people out there for you and you know, we want your heart. So that's probably what I, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I want to get that clip and just point. send it to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that's very sweet. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I feel, you know, now yeah. it's, weeks months later but it's still so yeah. important to hear you know it's, it's tough. And, and, i mean she's a trooper for getting through that i mean it's, it's not easy and uh she she still handled it incredibly well so. i'm happy she i'm right now in the in the season i'm happy that she has somebody like you to you know i, I am too yeah, I oh my gosh am i getting emotional now damn <laughs> i know i was like crying earlier <laughs> <laughs> what is happening to us this week? So, Zach, I want to get into, um, well, we're going to ask you the Rose and Thorn, which is something that we ask our guests every week. But before we do that, if you could sum up, without giving anything away, this is going to be difficult, if you can sum up the rest of this season in a little phrase or a couple words, what would it be? Oh. Incredibly romantic. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Wow. Well, it sounds okay. like someone had a good journey. <laughs> what <does that> mean? <laughs> okay, I don't okay, Zach, oh I'm God. just saying this right now. I don't know shit about the rest of the season. I Same. truly like I always kind of know spoilers. I know nothing with Rachel or Gabby. I don't know, know who nothing. final mm-hmm. four are. I don't even like I don't even know anything. So, but I'm calling it right now. I think Zach, you're going far. And I think, sir, you might just be the one for Rachel. I'm saying I it now. I I'm kids. placing my bets. I'm, I'm placing, placing my bets. bets. Already placed it. Let's <laughs> go. Um, <laughs> but for real, Zach, this is a question you can answer. Um, and I'm just going to have you start because you are the man of the hour. So every week we do a Rose and Thorn, which is basically of that week. Like your highlight, favorite moment, best moment, and then a low light. Something, you know, that you could have lived without. Yeah. So take it away. Uh, okay. I guess I'll start with a thorn. And, uh, you know, I don't think, I mean, it was an incredible week, but really it was the outfit I wore to the date. I'm just kicking myself. <laughs> I was like, really? I did, did I not look twice? And why did none of my friends tell me, dude, don't wear that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cromwell came at the perfect time. Yeah. Oh, I needed Dang. it. I needed. It. He's kind of changed my whole thought process now for what I wear. So, okay. uh, but then that was your thorn. That was my thorn. And then my rose was uh, when Rachel and I were dancing on stage to um, the song that was composed by uh, the pianist that was there, and we just slow danced for a long time. I mean, it it, it was awesome. You know what? Even though, like, that is still a great thorn, I will say. You had a damn good week, if that's your thorn. I mean, it was uh, it was an unreal week. Like, it doesn't even feel real. Still. Still. Ooh. All right. Michelle, what about you, okay. my love? <laughs> I like that. I also like how, how Zach started with a thorn, because then he ended with a positive. I like that yeah. a lot. That's a good sign. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with the, the, the happy part. <laughs> And with the negative. I'm just kidding. But no, I would say that my my rose was just watching Zach and Rachel in this moment where, 
you know, they got to do the red carpet. They got to kind of feel that world because that is something that you would feel if you're together, you know, after this. But then really just getting like seeing the emotions on both of your faces as like your family is speaking to you and, you know, you're seeing your childhood and all those different things because you just you learn so much. You feel so much in those moments. And the fact that you guys could share that together was <coughs> chef's kiss. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. The thorn would have to be. Um, what's what's his Jacob? His face. What is it? Jake? Hayden. No, the one the one who was like you're rough around the edges. Hayden. 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 Yeah. Hayden, Hayden saying you're rough around the edges, Gabby. All I have to say is like what I say to my fifth graders when something doesn't come out nice. Rephrase. <laughs> like mm-hmm. try again. Yeah. That's the um, and I, I went like. to that was just I'm gonna. Mm. Add to your thorn as my thorn and say the same sentiment goes for Jacob and telling Gabby that even though he might not be there for her personality, she's still smoking hot. Um, What are we, 12? No. So that's my thorn. And my rose is definitely Grandpa John. Hands yes. down. That's it. Yes. Grandpa John. The man I of want the hour. more of him. I want to see him on every episode this season because he is just glorious. So that is my rose. We'll end it on a high note. I love that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, Zach, thank you so much for being here. I'm sure we will either see you in the near future, whether it's at mental all but i'm really hoping it's for the finale with a ring on our girl rachel's finger so thank you for taking time out of your day i know i'm sure you're a busy busy man but we so appreciate having you here thank you for having me this has been awesome i really enjoyed zach dude i didn't we didn't ask him but how old is he i have no idea i need to look that one up but he regardless he feel like he carries himself really well like he knows what he wants yeah he seems incredibly just well-spoken mature mm-hmm. he seems he, very genuine and that's what i like about him yeah he genuine um, but confident something that i noticed just on his day with rachel and seeing the two of them interact is like he seems like a calming presence for her which i even picked up yes on the podcast. I, I think yeah. like he's going to be a safe place for her throughout this entire season, which you always need. Um, so place, embraces like the like weird just situations you're putting on the show. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Very well rounded. Mm. So Zach, mm. thank you for joining us. That was a fun one. Um, well, that was a really fun overall episode because we have had two, two vastly different guests, which which always makes for a good time. Thank you to Zach and Ashley for both being here. I love a little dual interview action. And Michelle, thank you. And I got to say, before we really wrap this up, we have some big news that Michelle wants to share on next week's episode. So you won't want to miss it. And to make sure you don't miss us, we come out every Tuesday, but you also don't want to miss the all new episodes. You can catch the new ones of The Bachelor every Monday on ABC or Hulu. And make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. And Bachelor Happy Hour is available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. And you can always listen to us ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Thank you, Becca, and thank you, everyone, and we will see you next week. Bye. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest-growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert. I just feel good. 
What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.